Hello everybody and welcome to For Pete's Take. I'm Joey Peterson and today we have a very special episode for you guys. I got my guy, starting wide receiver for the Tennessee Volunteers, Valus Jones Jr. joining me for this episode. Go ahead and say hi to the people, Valus. How you doing? It's amazing to be back, you know, coming back another year and I can't wait to, I can't wait to get it popping in Rocket Top again. So we're going to start with a fun one today, um, and one that's been highly debated about between fans and I bet between you and this other particular person. So if somebody were to ask you who the fastest player on this team was between you and Jalen Hyatt, what would you say? I would never, ever say another person is faster than me, but Jalen is um, really talented, really explosive, and really fast, but uh, I'm sure we can arrange something at the end of the season we can race, and I can put it on one of my YouTube vlogs or something. Yes, sir. Would he say that he's faster than you? How would he answer that question? Oh, he'll definitely say he's faster than me. And that's what we are as competitors. You know, um, everything we do, we compete. You know, I think I'm the fastest. He thinks he's the fastest. But I know uh, we're both going to make a lot of plays this year. That's what you like to hear. So speaking of making a lot of plays this year, um, there's a lot that happened over the offseason with the coaching staff. But we're kind of going to skip all that and just focus on the positive stuff. Um, so what are your thoughts on new head coach Josh Heupel? Um, a great man, you know, he came in engaged with the players and stuff and um, he wanted to like let us know like um, this is a family and um, you know just by being positive, speaking to each other positively and stuff like that, um, it really took a positive effect on the team and stuff and um, as crazy as it sounds, um, I, it's like I have chemistry with him already and the players are really comfortable, um, really, really comfortable just kicking it with the coaches upstairs. Um, and stuff like that, you know, um, just uh, going over, um, just going over film and stuff like that. So, you know, it's amazing. Everything's amazing. Um, you know, his um, favorite thing, you know, for him to tell us is to, you know, just attack everything we do and, you know, just be positive and don't look um, at the past. You know, we're building towards the future and trying to establish, you know, a great foundation. That's what you like to hear when you're a fan of a football team. You love to hear the players um, just kind of hanging out with the coaches and, and loving the new hire. Um, there was a lot of time um, in between uh, Jerry Pruitt's firing and Coach Heupel's hiring. So how was that time as a player on this team where you were just kind of waiting? Was there a lot of uncertainty, or were you confident in Danny White, the new athletic director, to find a head coach that you guys would like? Um, I was really comfortable. Um, me and the leadership committee, uh, we had a talk with the – the new athletic director, and um, after that hour and 30-minute conversation, uh, I had all the confidence in the world that he was going to get the best um, coach to make sure we're winning games this um, upcoming year. And so um, he had a lot of swag about himself, like everything about the guy. Like and, um, he's for the players and stuff, uh, you know. Um, he listened to us. Uh, you know, we gave our opinions and stuff like that, and that's what he based the hiring off of. And I'm um, very blessed to have those guys here. Yeah, Danny White is, I believe, an incredible hire, and, and a lot of people believe the same thing, too. You saw a lot of stuff on Twitter, just excitement about him when the, when the Vols picked him up to be their newest athletic director. So I'm going to read you a quote from Heupel um, from the day he got hired from his press conference. He said, we're going to play with tempo here. We're going to be the aggressor. We're going to play our skilled players out in space. We're going to give them an opportunity to push the football down the field. Being a skilled player, being a wide receiver, um, and being a wide receiver that has a lot of speed, um, how does that make you feel? Um, that makes me feel that makes that makes this all of this feel like a dream come true, like a fantasy. You know, it's like too good to be true. Um, you know, um, through my years of college football, um, 
I would say I was really never in an offense, you know, that just, you know, throw the ball so much and allow you to play like yourself and stuff. And it's something I always dreamed of um, and um, when I first got to college, even before I got to college. And it's just like, it's amazing. You know, I thank God each and every day for this position he's putting me in that um, I know this offense and I, we could do some very special things next year, um, win a lot of games, all games. And um, I'm just I'm just so pumped and hyped, you know. I love coach mindset and stuff about being the aggressor. You know, we um, have to take everything by storm, you know. We got to start off in the first quarter, first drive of the game, you know, just got to be explosive and dangerous. Yeah, and that's something that um, fans lacked seeing in a Tennessee offense this year, and I'm sure um, you, you knew that because you were part of that offense. But I think fans just like me and just like you are really excited to see all that Heupel's going to bring because – he has a history of, of incredible offenses, as you know and as I know. Uh, when he was the head coach at UCF, they um, finished top five in total offense every single year he was there. They put up 42.2 points per game. Again, how does that number make you feel? That makes me um, That makes me feel – I don't even know how to feel about that. That's just, a, just an amazing feeling. Um, I know we're going to definitely put up a lot of points because – um, in my opinion, he never had a group of receivers like this. So we're about to do some crazy things, you know, and um, and shock the nation. Um, as long as we believe in ourselves, that's all you need at the end of the day. Um, through all the new hiring and firing and stuff like that, like um, we're going to stick together as a family, uh, my teammates and I, and you know, just you know, stick together and buy in to what they buy in to what they have going and stuff like that. And I think we'll be just fine, and we're going to do some amazing things this year. So you mentioned that wide receiver core. Um, obviously, it's a it's a stacked group, and and um, it was a stacked group last season. Unfortunately, you lost some guys to um, the draft, claim for the draft, or or to the transfer portal. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about that wide receiver core that Vols fans can expect going into this twenty twenty one season. Um, you just um, have a lot of versatile guys and stuff that can do multiple things, like um, you know, just so much talent everywhere and so much um, different ways guys can be used and stuff from the slot to the outside. Um, you have me, a big physical, fast guy. You have Jalen, um, really elusive, and um, you know he's hard to catch, um, hard to get um, get your hands on him and stuff like that. You have Cedric Tillman, big physical guy that can high point the ball, and you have um, yeah, and you have. You know, you have the freshmen and stuff um, that's coming in, these past freshmen that play with um, Jimmy Holiday and um, Callaway, just speed everywhere. Um, and you have Ramel Keaton, um, also a big catch radius guy and stuff that can go get the ball. So it's just, it's just, it's just talent everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be hard to stop. That's all I can say about it. It will be, especially with this new revamped offense. So you were a grad transfer from uh, USC. And so that meant that this year you could have declared for the draft, but you decided to take that extra eligibility granted by COVID uh, to come back and play another year for the Vols. Talk to me about that decision, um, how you came to that decision, and what ultimately pushed you to decide to come back to Tennessee. Um, I, I came back because I knew I had more to prove. And, you know, um, talked to my family, talked to God about it, and I just got so much more. Um, I know I have so much more left in me. That um, I get to show you, um, show the Vol Nation and stuff, and you know, even prove to myself the player and the potential I know I can reach. Um, me coming back was I just I knew I had too much left on the table. Um, I know in my eyes I'm a first round draft pick, and so this season I'm going to prove that you know to the scouts and everyone else, and um, prove it to myself overall. Um, you know, just trusting the God in the process, and I know um, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. 
And I know me coming back was a great decision. And, you know, look how God and blessed me uh, by bringing Hypel in and this um, power offense, fast-paced offense that puts up a lot of points. You know, that's why I'm, I'm just, you know, living every day, day by day, you know, just working hard as I can. So I know it's going to be special at the end of the season. I think it will. And, and fans got to see that potential, especially more towards the end of the season, um, talking more about the Florida game and especially that Vanderbilt game where you had, I believe it was two touchdowns, about 130 yards of receiving. Um, how did that game make you feel? Coming, uh, leaving, Nashville, leaving Nashville that night, um, what were feelings that you had about your performance and uh, just about your potential for the next couple games and then coming into this year? Um, you know, um, coming to Tennessee my first year, um, I can say it was a great experience, but I'll say um, a slight uh, um, disappointment because um, I knew I can do so much more and I could have did so much more last season and stuff. Um, felt like I wasn't properly utilized the way I should have been utilized and stuff. Um, but, you know, just leading up to that game, um, I actually um, talked to my dad and um, also Dr. West, the father of Jack West, uh, my high school quarterback, um, starting quarterback for Stanford now, just talking to um, to those important men in my life and just saying, like, when there's no way, you have to make a way. Um, and that was before. That was the bye week um, going, into, going into the week of um, the Florida game when I had seven receptions um, in, a, in a touchdown and also um, misconnected on two other touchdowns. But, you know, just uh, fortunate and blessed. But um, that was a great feeling. And going to that Vanderbilt game and, you know, putting on a performance I did, um, first 100-yard game, first 100-yard receiving game of my um, college career. It was an amazing feeling. Um, like I said before in a press conference, um, I said um, I want to get back to my high school ways when I felt dominant because I knew if I if it got to that stage, um, you know, people are in trouble. I'm where I'm comfortable uh, with the game that I know I should be with. And so um, after that game, there was no other feeling like it. But um, if you watch the game, um, I had I had a touchdown and um, I would say a touchdown and um, fifty some forty some yards and um, and then I had yeah I think uh, it was over I think it was like fifty some yards and then I didn't play um, for the rest of the third quarter and um, until like we couldn't put up no points and they put the ones ones back out on the field and that's when I caught the dig route caught the dig route and broke it like 75, 73, however many yards and stuff. And I didn't play the rest of that game, so I can only imagine playing a full four quarters, the numbers I can put up. Yeah, you were dominant that game. It was really fun to see. Um, and you mentioned earlier that uh, in your eyes and in your mind, you know you're a first-round draft pick. Um, so talking about the NFL, who would you compare yourself to in today's NFL game? Who would I compare myself to? Um, I would say I have – I compare myself to um, Antonio Brown when it comes to um, quickness and explosiveness off the ball, um, ball skills. I compare my ball skills to um, Odell Beckham and also Odell Beckham in open field. Um, I'm just a playmaker when I get the ball in my hands in open field. Um, I feel like not, can't one guy bring me down, multiple guys have to bring me down. That's just the mindset I have. So I feel like I it's a combination between um, the aggressiveness um, with Julio Jones, I would say, and DK Metcalf, um, the explosiveness from Antonio Brown, and just the um, open field, um, just the open field playmaker um, within Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Well, we're excited to see all those comparisons play out this next year. Um, so, growing up in, in Mobile, Alabama, there weren't many NFL teams. Um, 
many NFL teams close around you. Um, so who was your favorite NFL player growing up? Um, growing up, my favorite NFL player uh, was Percy Harvin. Um, I was a Florida fan coming up um, throughout elementary school all the way up to, I'll say, um, high school or my junior year. Um, when it came to recruiting, obviously I was a fan of whoever was recruiting me, but um, I was a, I was really big on Percy Harvin. Um, I feel like me and him have a lot of a lot of similar traits and stuff. That's still one of my favorite players to this day. Just watching his highlight, the way they used him in the backfield, out the backfield, slot outside, he just did it all. And I feel like um, that's why he was so successful, even though his career um, was kind of short because of um, injuries and migraines and stuff like that. Um, we can all agree that he was one of the most exciting players to watch in um, history, just a playmaker. So you mentioned being a fan of whoever was scouting you, recruiting you. Coming out of high school, um, how many offers did you have, and, and what were some of those bigger schools that offered you? Um, I never I never put all my offers on, on 24-7 and stuff, so it's probably like I think 16 or something up there. But um, I think I had like over 50 offers in all. Um, a lot of um, SEC, a lot of um, Pac-12, um, Big Ten and um, Big 12. And so – yeah, I had I had quite a few offers. I remember it was a point <laughs> I was the first big athlete to come out of my high school to go Power Five, and so that was new to my high school. I think my high school only been existing for I would say like ten years, nine years now, and so you know that was really big and that was a, a really big accomplishment. You know, it feels great. You know, going back home and stuff like that. But um, it was to a point um, in high school where they were like calling me out of class like every day, <laughs> so. Um, I guess, yeah, that was some type of experience. So kind of transitioning back to this Tennessee coaching staff, Cody Burns was hired as the newest wide receivers coach um, for this Tennessee team. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with him, um, and also tell me a little bit about the departure of, of Coach T, because I know that was a guy who you were really fond of um, and were really sad to see uh, move on to the NFL. Um, Cody Burns, um, we have um, somewhat a connection. Um, I took um, unofficials, um, the little A-days and stuff like that, um, to Auburn while he was the um, receiver coach there, um, him and Gus. And I also took an official visit um, the year um, I was about to leave USC in 2019. Yeah, in 2019, I was about to leave um, USC in 2019 in the spring, but I returned, um, you know, for another season and, and overall to get my degree. But yeah, um, I met Coach um, Burns on official visit. Cool guy in 2019. Um, had some um, somewhat similar things and connections. And, you know, just to see him come to Tennessee and stuff, it feels good to have a familiar face. You know, um, when I had T. Martin as my coach, um, that's all I knew as a receiver coach in college because he was at USC, recruited me there, went to Tennessee, and I came to Tennessee. And so um, you can say it's sad, but it's amazing at the same time the way God works. Um, now he's in the NFL and he gets to recruit me there. So it's just it's just amazing. Like I said, me coming back, I just see all the pieces coming together and the plan God had for me this whole time. You know, it just took um, patience and you know and faith in Him. You know, not to give up or, um, or doubt anything. You know, just to um, you know keep um, keep praying, stay humble, and you know just watch Him work His magic. Amen. That's really just what you love to hear um, coming from anybody. Um, and especially, you love to hear that from a D1 college athlete. 
how perfect would that be if everything kind of went full circle and, and you ended up on the Ravens with Coach T again? Uh, that would be absolutely incredible. I know you'd be excited about that. Um, so we're going to kind of um, wrap this up and get one more final question in there. Um, and we can circle back around to this question um, in later this year when the season's over. But I would love to know your season expectations for yourself. Um, I want to hear how many receptions you think you're going to have, how many yards you think you're going to have, how many touchdowns you think you're going to have if I'm predicting um with, with this offense and you know and from the numbers they've been putting up and with the leadership um I have in me when it comes to receivers and uh rest of the teams and the playmaker I know I can be um uh, I guess we're looking at um 15 touchdowns or more uh, over 1200 receiving and and I would say a Belentikoff year um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident in that, especially uh, with this offense, you know, just letting me be me um, and allow me to um, be myself and stuff. And when I'm myself, I'm a dangerous, I'm a dangerous playmaker. And so, yeah, those are my expectations for the season. And those are not high for me, but I know God has bigger plans. So most definitely we'll see and we'll be able to circle back to this when the season ends. Ooh, those are high, but... I don't think there are expectations that you can't reach. Um, I know I'm going to be excited to watch you play this season. I know a lot of people are going to be excited to watch you jog out onto onto Neyland um, in that number one in that high-powered offense. Um, so, Valus, just thank you so much for joining me. Um, you guys, go ahead and check out Valus's YouTube channel. Um, he's been working on some great stuff. Uh, we've been kind of grinding on that. So, go ahead, check it out. It's it's amazing. We're going to get some more videos up soon for you guys. Um, but just thanks again. Um, keep working. Keep grinding. And I'm excited to see you this season. Most definitely. I can't wait. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today's episode. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Please let me know if you have any suggestions um, or anything uh, that you want to let me know about this podcast. Um, again, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Y'all have a great day. And go Vols.